It's a great day for a podcast. Once again, here he is, John Oakley. The early 2000s, there was a writer's strike, and then as a consequence, reality television became cheap and disposable, and uh, some of the people on it also were considered to be disposable. This was the unfortunate aspect of all, because uh, there are many people who now feel that they've been exploited or they were psychologically abused. And one such, I wanted, before we get into other matters, to talk to, let's call her a survivor of the reality show genre. Heidi May is a model, a social media influencer, a TikToker as well, here to tell her story about what it was like to be on the reality TV show Wife Swap back in 2010. What goes on behind the scenes? Heidi May, good to have you on the Oakley Show in Toronto. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me, John. Well, I appreciate you coming on because you're going to give us the dirt on reality TV <laughs> and how this all comes together. Well, no, you've gone very public with this. And you say uh, yeah. you and your family being exposed to Wife Swap, which, by the way, the title's more salacious than the actual premise of the show. Tell us what was the show? What was it all about? Yes. Yeah, so what the show was about uh, was um, switching the mothers from two families and they stated that the purpose of that was to help each family learn and grow from the other one essentially mm. okay so that's the premise uh but you and your family mm -hmm. say it was the the worst mistake of your lives going on that show why is that yes so <laughs> um there's so many things but a big reason of that was because um, the show actually reached out to my parents. Um, we didn't apply to be on it. And the show used a lot of tactics that I would now um, classify as love bombing um, in order to gain our trust. And so they approached my parents and were like, oh, this other family really needs your help and only you guys can help them. And unfortunately, my parents and myself and my other uh, three siblings were very vulnerable to this kind of uh, manipulation, just coming from a background already of trauma. Um, and so we completely fell for it and thought we were going to be, you know, showing America what a family working together could do because um, my parents had six kids but never went to college. And so when I was about 13, um, I started working in the family theater show that we created to help support my parents and younger siblings. Um, and so the show sort of framed it as like, this is really admirable. This is so awesome. Like America could learn so much from you guys. Um, and then when filming started, uh, <laughs> come to find out none of that was true. They didn't mean any of it. So how did they manipulate you or exploit you? Uh, so going on to the show, uh, Anyone who was an adult had to take a 700 um, question psych eval. Um, and I was a 20 at the time that we filmed. I was still working in the show to, you know, support my family. And so 700 questions. And they said it was to make sure that we were mentally sound enough to be on the show. And then after that um, psych eval, you had a one-on-one -on -one talk with a psychologist. And the psychologist would ask you just sort of like, a lot of questions, um, you know, like, how would you react to this? What do you feel about that? And it was over 10 years ago, so I don't remember all of them. But the one that really sticks out in my mind is she asked me, like, what's something that makes you really, really sad? And I answered truthfully, 
And I told her it was feeling um, alone. Like I felt like I was very alone sometimes. Um, and so once the show started filming, um, the other mother, you know, the mom from the other family like came in the room and we started talking and it rapidly, rapidly escalated to the point where she told me that um, I had no friends. They didn't care about me. My family didn't care about me. She didn't care about me. Um, nobody cared about me. And I was alone. Mm. And so, yes. <laughs> so uh, based on this psychologist who, uh, I guess, vetted you, 700 question psych evaluation. I mean, seriously, <laughs> that would deter me from wanting to be a participant. I couldn't answer all those. But uh, again, Heidi May is with us. She's an influencer on social media, TikToker, and uh, telling her story about what it was like to be on the re reality TV show Wife Swap back in 2010 when you were, uh, I guess, what, in your teens? I was 20 at the time. You were 20. Okay. So uh, basically, mm -hmm. they betrayed you or the psychologist did just for, uh, I guess, the impact, the emotional wallop that it would pack on this reality TV show. So uh, they found out what triggers or hot buttons they could push and mm -hmm. uh, get get a rise out of you. So uh, do you believe that that goes on? It's widespread in reality TV in order to, you know, facilitate? Oh, yes. Yes, yeah, I believe that it is. And because at the same time that they were feeding that stuff to her, they would also come to my dad and me and try to get us to say things to her. Um, but at that moment when they used what I thought had been a, you know, a confidential conversation against me while the cameras were rolling, I sort of had this like, like flashback all these scenes in my head and realized, oh my God, this is not what I thought this was going to be. Um, and so when they would say things like, oh, you should really tell her that she's a bad mom because that's what will help her. And I'm thinking like, mm, I don't think that's going to help her. Hmm. Uh, and so they, it was very subtle and psychological. And the bigger thing too, is that uh, it wasn't just something that made me sad. It was tied to pre-existing childhood trauma from being in a cult for the first five years of my life. Mm -hmm. And uh, with trauma, um, if you don't get treatment for it, it kind of like goes to the side. And when it happens again to you, it stacks on top of it and deepens the damage. And so it wasn't just something that made me sad. It was essentially getting me to relive a traumatic memory on camera while they filmed me. And I knew that they were going to use this to humiliate me and people would laugh at me experiencing something horrific to me personally on screen. So what are you doing? You're warning people now. I mean, uh, this is a caveat. Like if you're going to go on a reality show or you're thinking about it, uh, this is something you want to be mindful of. They can abuse and betray you, especially if you're vulnerable. I mean, I've heard it in other cases in April. Love Island contestants said producers deprive them of food and sleep. And last uh -huh. year, uh, people on America's Next Top Model said uh, there's, the show was psychological warfare. So a lot of this yes. is going. Yeah. The producers are just using people for their own ends and uh, they don't care about you after the show or anything like that. Any follow up? Yeah. 
and and even more so like before like months before my parents signed the contracts they were gaining our trust little by little so that we fully believed and trusted them going into it. And so I've had people comment on my TikToks and say like, well, you knew what you were getting into, but we genuinely didn't because this is what they do for a living is mm. they convince people, get them to trust them, get them to open up and then use all of that against them once the camera's turned on. And oh, so yeah, you also have that like, that shame of like, how did I fall for this? Like, how did I believe them? And, mm -hmm. you know, I was so ashamed of what happened and it was such a psychologically confusing experience that I had never really accepted that what they had done was very wrong until I had a conversation with my current therapist and she, you know, told me like that psychologist broke her oath to do that. That is like morally reprehensible and that's sort of when the bells went off that the it, it wasn't just something small it was a huge psychological torturous experience that over 10 years later i still deal with those repercussions and have difficulty trusting people because of what they did to my parents and i wow well, you know, it's no surprise there's a support group for survivors of the late Springer show. Uh, that all being said, uh, it's a heads up to anybody who's considering reality TV as a lark. It's not. Heidi May, model, social media influencer, and TikToker, thanks for telling your story this afternoon, Heidi. Uh, it's some kind of a, a dire warning for anybody who's thinking of going down that road. Appreciate it. Yeah, well, thank you for having me. I really appreciate getting to talk about it and, you know, kind of use it as a way to talk more about trauma and the treatment of trauma and, you know, how these things really do, we carry it with us for the rest of our lives. All right. Stay off reality TV. I guess that's the warning. I want to come <laughs> yes. back. Yes. Listen to the John Oakley show live each weekday afternoon from three until six. If you live in the Toronto area, just turn that AM dial to 640 and listen anywhere on earth 24 hours a day by going to 640toronto.com. Follow on Twitter at AM640Oakley. You've been listening to A Curious Cast. New podcasts and shows are debuting all the time. So check back often to see what's new in the Curious Cast Library.